on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners. Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the UB Football Insider Show. My name is Paul Peck. We come to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It is Buffalo's original pizzeria. In the next hour, we're going to talk UB Bulls football because the Bulls are riding a three-game winning streak, have improved their record to 5-4 and four on the year, and get a little time off to digest because it's essentially a bye week for the Bulls. They will not play their next game until a week from Thursday when they visit Kent State. So this is an opportunity for the coaches to go out and do a little recruiting, which is why head coach Lance Leipold will not be with us this week. Players get a little time off. So we're going to uh, dive into some cool insight about the season, about where it's been, where it's going among our guests coming up in the next hour are the members of the radio crew Scott Wilson and Brad Ryder and Bob gone and we'll talk with Brian Wolf about some men's basketball we'll touch on women's basketball as well but we're going to start it off with normally the segment that wraps up our show I don't know John full of it is the anchor to the show here so you're going to raise the bar for everybody else it's John Fuller assistant athletic director for communications joining us here at Santoris well since coaches and here this week, and I'm leading it off because it UB Football Insider with John Fuller. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, sure. maybe we can rename that. Yeah, week. okay, let me start over again. Welcome yeah. <laughs> to the UB Football Insider Show with John Fuller. So, uh, yeah, no, coach is out doing some recruiting and uh, and and getting a little bit of well-deserved break, and the players as well, too. So, um, so we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, and John, you always bring some really cool info to us. Start off by the information of the day, which is some more Player of the Week award honors for the Bulls. Yeah, so... Um, we had both offensive and defensive players of the week from the MAC uh, this week following the win over Eastern Michigan. On the offensive side, Kyle Van Treese was named the MAC East Offensive Player of the Week for the first time in his career after really a strong performance against the Eagles. Uh, he had 208 yards passing and a touchdown, as well as two rushing touchdowns. And then on the defensive side, uh, Jabuzi Onwuko, the defensive tackle, was named Defensive Player of the Week after his strong performance as well. And it was more of, I think, you know. He, he had five tackles. He had the uh, the half sack and the safety. Um, but I think he was just kind of, you know, he was it was a, you know, with only, he only had five tackles. But it was kind there of were a, only was, forty-two plays. Right. Yeah. So his eye, his numbers might not have been eye popping. But uh, you know what he does for that offensive line and helps uh, with that with that rush defense is just is incredible. All right. So let's roll into some defensive talk because the defensive numbers continue to get better. The rankings continue to rise both in the MAC level and the NCAA level. Go ahead and hit us up with some cool numbers here. Well, I think the big thing we'll talk about Chibuzi Onwuka and that defense and the rush defense. I mean, the Bulls are sixth in the nation in rushing defense, only allowing 85 yards a game. The Bulls have allowed 101 yards total over the last three games combined. Wow. I mean, that, that's incredible, right? That, I think, is less in the last three games than the number two-ranked MAC rushing defense gives up per game, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Right, that's correct. I mean, to be under 100 yards rushing per game is a is incredible, yep. um, but and where the Bulls are at at 85 uh, is shows you a little bit of what they've been able to do. Well, and I also I think what helps with that too is the way the offense is starting to click because now earlier in the year the defense has always been good, but the offense 
it's, it's, it's not sputtering, but just hasn't, you know, they, they, they've worked the clock. They've been low-scoring games. But now that the Bulls are able to score and, and, and get out by two, three touchdown leads, it's forcing the other teams to have to pass the ball. So it's already taken the run out of equation. So now they're not running against an already good running, rushing defense. So that, that's helping that number as well. 18 sacks in the last four games, 16 turnovers forced in the last six games. There was only one takeaway in the game against Eastern Michigan, which just shows you how good the defense was. They didn't even need right. that take away to be able to continue doing what they're doing. Uh, you mentioned it. Number one in the MAC in, in overall defense, number one in run D, number three in pass D, number one in sacks, uh, number eight, number 15 overall in the country in total defense. Yeah, the, the defense has just been, it's been, it's been great, but I think it's, you know, the, the, what I think is interesting too is the defensive line and the offensive line, which everybody talks about, those, those are the two most important units of, of a football team, have been equally good. So the Bulls, over the last four games, have allowed or have 18 sacks. Their defense is 18 sacks. The, the offense, the offensive line's only given up one sack wow. in the last four games, and really that was a coverage sack, if you remember, against Eastern Michigan. You know that was and that was it, that was a little on Kyle. Yeah, where he, he had to have gotten rid of throw the ball. That out of there, right? But but yeah. that's but that, you know that that's fine. But you know the Bulls are. Sixth in the nation in, in sacks allowed. You know, they've only allowed eight sacks all this season. And like I said, only one over the last four games. They're, they're really they're really playing well. He is John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. This is our Full of It segment leading off this edition of the UB Football Insider Show from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We spent a lot of time on the broadcast talking about running backs moving up the, the charts of the career numbers at UB. Uh, Jarrett Patterson with two more touchdowns, now up to seventh on the all-time list with 21 touchdowns. And then both guys continue to climb up and now a Officially, both Marks and Patterson are in UB's all-time career top 10. As Scott Wilson pointed out, uh, it, not only have they not even completed their sophomore years, but they're splitting time yeah. in their career, what, uh, 20 games roughly, career 20 games. Right. I mean, you think about it, like our all-time leading rusher, Brandon Oliver, you know, has over 4,000 yards rushing. But if you remember, I mean, Brandon Oliver carried the ball 30 times a game, at least. There were games he had 40 carries in the games. He, he was, you know, he was really, a, you know, just a bell cow in the, in the um, you know, in the backfield. But, yeah, what Jarrett and, and Kevin are able to do to complement each other and really 20 carries a game each. Now, I, mean, I think Jarrett had a few more this past game, but they really only carried the ball about 20 games each. And what I, I think is great about that, too, is they – they like each other. They're not complaining about not getting carries, and they're getting the yards and getting, and getting the touchdowns. You know, and yep. it's it's really uh, it's just really impressive. Yeah. So, so Jared's up to eighth all time in school history. Yeah, and only five yards away from another thousand yard season. Right, and he would be the fir only the second player in school history to have back to back thousand yard seasons. The first being James Starks. Wow, pretty cool stuff. Up to number three in the MAC is Jarrett Patterson. Kevin Marks seventh in the MAC at seven hundred and thirty yards. And again, both of them, uh, Jarrett already over two thousand career yards. Kevin over fifteen hundred career yards. Good stuff, John. We've got a lot more of this to talk about as the Bulls continue to Im be impressive on both sides of the ball. Your work will be busy compiling all these cool numbers. I love it. Thanks. John Fuller is the Assistant Athletic Director of Communications at UB. This is our Full of It segment and we are off and rolling on this bi-week edition of the UB Football Insider Show. Much more to come from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. 
The Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. UB fans, the Bulls are running wild, and the Holiday Herd is heading to Audi Buffalo for the season of Audi Sales Event, where UB students, faculty, and alumni can receive special lease and financing on their favorite Audi, like the new 2020 Audi Q3 Quattro. Take the thrill of the game on the road and head over to Audi Buffalo on Genesee Street, near Transit and the airport, or check out new and pre-owned vehicles online at AudiBuffalo.com. We love our town. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, mini dental implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro. Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Pepsi Zero Sugar. All the flavor, zero the sugar. Oh, here's the 4K video I took on my iPhone 11. Oh, the squirrel video? Ah. I swear it was a bear. Your fear looks amazing on this iPhone 11. Right now at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 11s, four lines, just 35 bucks a line with qualifying trade-ins. Video streams at 480p via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers. $30 plan plus $5 phone with auto pay plus taxes and fees. If you cancel, credits may stop and remaining balance due. Contact us. Qualifying credit, service, and finance agreements required. Zero down plus 2917 times 24. Pre-credit price dollars 99 0% APR. the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. It's the bye week for the Bulls. They don't play again until a week from Thursday. Coach Leipold out doing some recruiting. Players getting a little bit of time off. So we've got uh, all of our media-related stars as part of this week's show. And our next media star to join us is UB Radio color analyst Scott Wilson for his insights and observations on where this Bulls season is at right now. Scott, before we get into that, I do want to touch briefly on the fact that the Bulls' next opponent, Kent State, who they don't play again until the 14th, actually plays tomorrow night. They take on Toledo. What, uh, if anything, should Bulls fans be looking for in that game? Well, 
that's a good point. Uh, both fans will want to definitely check that out. Uh, it's the next two opponents, really, because you'll get a chance to look at Toledo. Um, uh, as far as the conference is concerned, I think that Toledo aspect is a little bit more interesting because they have been so up and down and have really tried to battle through some injuries at quarterback. I think it's it's interesting to see uh, what Toledo is going to put out there at quarterback, what their injury situation is going to be like. Um, as far as Kent State is concerned, I'm looking at how they're going to defend the run against Toledo. The Rockets have put up some massive uh, rushing games this year. Uh, they ran for, I, I believe, over 400 yards at Colorado State. And then, of course, they ran uh, for some pretty big numbers uh, the last couple of weeks. So um, I'm interested to see what Kent State's run defense looks like um, against that because Toledo, in a way, gave the Bulls a little bit of a blueprint against Eastern Michigan uh, because they play, Toledo played Eastern the week before UB played them. Uh, and now here, uh, a, a very similar type of situation where Toledo's going to go out there and uh, give the Bulls a little bit of a look because they have a similar uh, commitment to the running game. And then, you know, for Kent State, I, I think the story of this season is in that Baylor, you know, Babers style of offense, what are they going to look like here as we get towards the end of year two, which everyone always says is when that offense starts to click. And this season, they've gotten a lot better than last year. And um, I'm, I'm interested to see how their their offense is starting to click here towards uh, on the stretch run. With Bulls radio color analyst Scott Wilson, these are our early looks at the Town Alfa Romeo Maserati Mini Keys to the Game presented by Town, uh, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. Scott, there's also another game of interest to Bulls fans that comes up on Wednesday night, and that's the Miami versus Ohio Battle of the Bricks, which is actually being held on the exact exact 150th anniversary of the first ever college football game being what was played between Rutgers and Princeton. Of course, the Bulls have already played both of those opponents. Uh, is there a rooting interest for Bulls fans? What what do you want to see um, from either which team in that game? I don't even know how to wrap my head around that one yet. Uh, I, well, I'm rooting for somehow the NCAA will uh, force both of them to forfeit <laughs> and take a loss. That way they both end up with a loss in that game. Either way, one of them is going to leave with two losses and uh, get them down around the same area as the Bulls and will uh, make the last two games of the season for that team a little bit more interesting. I, I think I, I'm rooting for um, Miami to win. Um I think an Ohio loss there, and then Ohio's got a, a tougher end of the season schedule than the Red Hawks do. Uh, and then uh, either way, uh, you're going to be leaning on some teams that we don't want to be leaning on, but we are, uh, to try and, and pull an upset of those two teams. And just kind of looking at the stretch run here, the last couple of weeks of the season, um, Miami's got it a little bit tougher uh, of a road. I, I believe that they end the season against Ball State, who is one of the uh, top teams in the West Division. So you could be looking at another loss there. Um, it, it's tough to, to kind of um, make your way through as far as who you want to, to win that game. But um, I, I, for me, like I said, I, I like them both to somehow have to lose that game, but it's not possible. Yep. Um, I 
I'm I'm always going to probably come down on the side of Ohio losing. I don't um, blame just you. because of the Bobcats. <laughs> I don't blame you on that. Scott Wilson, Bulls Radio, Colorado. Scott, you said something interesting to me uh, at halftime of the game against Eastern Michigan when the Bulls were really rolling, and I want you to follow up on it a little bit. You said you felt like at that point the Bulls are playing better than anyone else in the MAC. Uh, explain that and explain what that might mean through the final three games of the year. Well, I, I think you'll, the standings matter, clearly. Um, but if you were just looking at what team is playing the best in the conference right now, it's, it's UB. Um, they have hit their stride on both sides of the ball. I think not only has Kyle Van Treese settled into his role and improved every week, but I think it's helped out the receivers. Uh, they've gotten a little bit better here as they've gotten more comfortable with a new quarterback. I think Andy Kotelnicki, the offensive coordinator, uh, the last two weeks has called back-to-back great games. There were a couple of phenomenal play calls against Eastern Michigan led by that naked bootleg on fourth and one, which was just a real ballsy call and a, just a, a fantastic job of scouting and knowing that that was going to be there to take advantage of. Uh, and, of course, the defense is on a historic pace right now. No one can run the ball consistently on the Bulls so far, and the passing defense uh, has been phenomenal uh, due in part because of the pressure that they're getting on the quarterback from the uh, defensive line up front. So uh, I, I think it's unquestionably right now the Bulls are probably the best all-around team in the conference and playing that way, uh, certainly the last three weeks. But, uh, you know, like I said, the standings do matter. But if, if you were going to do it right now, I, I, I would put the Bulls right near the top, if not at the top. They are playing lights out they are blowing good teams away um on and looking dominant really on both sides of the ball when they want to run for five yards they do when they need to come out and get a sack they do and then they usually force a fumble <laughs> and scoop it for a touchdown right. the defense is scoring points every week um and, and i i think the defensive effort puts them over the top combined with the uh, the emergence of the passing attack and and how that offense is really settled in. All right. If anybody is going to take a weekend off without a football game to be involved and to sit around and do nothing but watch a lot of football, I know it's going to be you. So enjoy yeah. the midweek games. Enjoy the Saturday. And we will see you at Kent State on Thursday the 14th. Can't wait. All right. Scott Wilson, Bulls Radio Color Analyst. Pretty cool insight into some big games for Bulls fans to watch this week and what to think about heading into Buffalo's next game on the 14th at Kent State. We will continue to talk to members of the UB Football Radio crew when Brad Ryder joins us for our next segment on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Bulls fans, visit WNYAutoCare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the Buffalo area. All of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job. At all Western New York Auto Care shops, we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty. Visit WNYAutoCare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition. 
The reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Miller's Fort Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Coleta Health has the solution, emergency room online registration, and it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be, and that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at kaleidahealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients. It's important to buckle up your kids. I know. Sometimes car seats can be complicated. I know. And if your child's in the wrong seat and you get into a crash. I know. It could lead to a serious injury. I know. So you're 100% sure you have the right car seat for your child's age and size? I don't know. Don't think you know. Know you know. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Make sure you have the right car seat. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. On the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leifold, my name is Paul Peck coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It is Buffalo's original pizzeria. We are talking UB football even though the Bulls are technically on their bye week not playing again until a week from Thursday when they visit Kent State, and then they'll wrap up with a couple of home games against Toledo and Bowling Green to finish out the regular season and then see if there's going to be one or two more games left to play in this Buffalo season. Now joined by the host, Halftime, and the guy who keeps everything going in the right direction on the UB football radio broadcast. He is Brad Ryder. Brad, thanks for a couple minutes of your time to talk Bulls football. Yeah, you know, we got to do this, man. I, I don't have this. Uh, there's 12 days off between games or whatever it is. It, that's too many. It's, I am in prime football form, and I'm ready to discuss. Yeah, particularly with the way the Bulls are playing, the last thing you want to do is not have right. them play seven days after having won three in a row and one of the most dominating wins we have seen in a long time. You get to sit in that back row and keep Scott Wilson and I uh, behaving as best we can, but you also get to sort of sometimes see the big picture. So I'm curious to what your thoughts are on the big picture. Maybe maybe it relates to the Eastern Michigan game. Maybe it relates to the season. You're free to go wherever you want to go. I think the last two games have given us uh, a little bit more insight as to what this team really is. 
Um, and, and I think what this team really is, is uh, the team you'd have to start with if right now you were going to discuss the best teams in the conference. I think UB would be the first team that would come up in the conversation, even if we don't live in, uh, in Western New York. Um, I, I think it's unfortunate that they dug themselves a hole. You know, we saw the schedule come out, and we knew that those first two MAC games against Miami and Ohio were going to be big ones, and they were going to loom. Um, and really, you needed to win one. You hoped to win two, and you definitely didn't want to start 0-2. The Bulls started 0-2. And everything has been great since, um, but you still have to look back at those two and, um, you know, kind of blame that little eight-day stretch for the sort of cross-your-fingers mentality that's going to happen here as the Bulls continue to progress through November. They are a good enough team to go to Detroit. They're a good enough team to win in Detroit, but they're going to need some help in order to get invited. They're a good enough team to go to a bowl game, and I think they're going to go to a bowl game. Um, the way that they're playing right now, uh, granted, there have been weeks when we expected great things and didn't get them. There have been weeks when we didn't expect great things and we did get them. Um, but I just, I think things are clicking for this team, uh, particularly on the offense. The defense has been really solid uh, throughout the course of the year, but they're in the right place, um, I think, mentally to move forward and push to get to seven wins, which is what I think uh, we all kind of agree is the number that it, it, it would take to force their way into a bowl game, not going to sit on six and think they're going to play a postseason game. Um, so I'm thinking about bowl game, and I am obviously keeping an eye on what happens with those other two teams that they're chasing um, because you never know. They're playing each other this week, and, you know, so one of them's going to take their uh, take a loss there, and then you got to root for some more things to happen. Um, but when all is said and done, I think this is a team that will go to a bowl game. Um, and I, I really like the way they're playing. I like everything about them. And I'm already excited about next year because the vast majority of these guys are going to return. He is Brad Ryder. He is the pregame halftime host of the UB football broadcast here on ESPN 1520. Brad, I think the one thing that's kind of popped into my head is as we've seen this season sort of turn around, I guess should we have realistically expected um, – when the Bulls lost as many players, key players, leadership players that they did last year and replaced them with players who hadn't necessarily been in that role before, that it might take four or five games to find the level that the Bulls are at now. And unfortunately, as you pointed out, the schedule said they had to play two of their main rivals in the division. Had those Miami and Ohio games come up later in the year, things might be different. But as we look back on the whole season, is this maybe what we all should have expected, that it might take... Uh, you know, uh, Kyle Van Trees taking over at quarterback, the defense, the running game, the wide receivers that might take them three, four games to find themselves? What's funny is I think we probably did have those expectations, and then Penn State happened. Um, that, to me, that, that forced me to view the, the season differently. Um, I didn't know what to expect. They really did. I mean, it was the, the biggest – uh, crop of outgoing talent, I think, that we've seen in our time working together on these Bulls broadcasts. So I didn't know what to expect. I, I, I do like that over the course of Lance Leipold's tenure, the overall talent level, and I'm talking the bottom of the roster, has gotten better and better and better. And as guys are kind of just bubbling through and making little appearances here and there, it's kind of the way it works in college football. Um, but you, you hear a guy's name, you see a guy kind of flashing for a game or two during a season, and the next year they're a major player on the team. And we had a lot of those guys that we were kind of hoping 
would do what they are turning out to do right now. But you can't just count on that. We didn't know. Um, So I think we didn't know. And then they had a lead at halftime against Penn State, and it wasn't a fluky thing. They were just outplaying one of the better teams in the country. And that kind of forced me to think about things differently. And then you suffer the disappointment um, of those first two games in the MAC. And and now they're back to um, where it looked like they could be when we were sitting there, when I was hosting the halftime celebration, if you will, uh, in Happy Valley. Yeah, uh, I think you make a very good point. I think, and, and I think even Lance Leipold uh, will allude to the fact that maybe the team got a little false sense of itself after what happened at Penn State. As we wrap things up here with Bulls pregame and halftime host Brad Ryder, later on in the show we're going to talk to Brian Wolf, who had some interesting observations about what the general public thought of watching their first game on the great turf at Eastern Michigan. You had your first opportunity to watch the game on the great turf uh, from, again, that upper deck there in the radio booth. Uh, what were your thoughts on it? What What did you walk away from a rather unique experience in college football? I'll be honest. I, I hated it when I walked in. I hated it on TV. And the first time I saw it in person, I hated it. But it grew on me as, honestly, as the day got brighter, as the sun kind of took over and the, you know some of the clouds went away. It was a gray day on a on gray turf and the Bulls were wearing gray uniforms and it was just it was I didn't like it. Um, but then the sun and obviously the the winning um, the way that the Bulls played cheered me up a little bit. By the end of it I didn't hate the look, but it was absolutely jarring even though I knew I was going to see it to walk into that stadium and look down at the field for the first time, because it didn't look like, like Boise, it looks like they're up to something. Like they tried something creative at first appearance at Eastern Michigan. It looked like something went wrong. Like the cleaning lady accidentally bleached your field and all the color went away. It didn't look like something they wanted. It looked like something they were just dealing with. Um, but by the end of it, I, I, my eyes adjusted a little bit. I still couldn't see numbers at all. And I don't know how you got through the game. Yeah, I, I didn't see it very well either. Yeah, trust me in that. Yeah, well, but, but, I got over it. I got over it. I, I, I kind of liked it by the end. Yeah, well, we should be green the rest of the way unless the Bulls get picked to go back to Idaho to take on, uh, to play at Boise in the Idaho, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We should be green the rest of the way. We are a green light to go for the next Bulls game that Brad will be your host in the pregame show. That's next Thursday, the 14th, 7 o'clock at Kent State. We will see you in Ohio, Brad. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Paul. All right, Brad Ryder is the pregame show host, halftime host, and the broadcast host of our broadcast of our football games here on ESPN 1520. We thank Brad for a couple of minutes of his time. Coming up next, some more college football observations from Channel 4 Sports Director Josh Reed as we continue to roll on with the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Oh, Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. Come and see the difference. 
It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical Call 870-0753. Fans, the bulls are running wild, and the holiday herd is heading to Audi Buffalo for the season of Audi sales event, where UB students, faculty, and alumni can receive special lease and financing on their favorite Audi, like the new 2020 Audi Q3 Quattro. Take the thrill of the game on the road and head over to Audi Buffalo on Genesee Street, near Transit and the airport, or check out new and pre-owned vehicles online at AudiBuffalo.com. We love our town. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. My name is Paul Peck, and we continue to talk to UB football on the bye week with our continued uh, roster of media superstars. And next up on that list is Channel 4 Sports Director Josh Reed. And Josh, thanks for a couple of minutes of your time. Anxious to get your sense and your take on what you've seen from these UB Bulls as they have found their groove here over the last three weeks with three wins in a row. Uh, what has jumped out at you about the way this season has been turned around? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you talk to coaches and they'll tell you you want to be playing your best ball when the lead starts to fall, right? I mean, that's exactly what they've done, three in a row. Um, you know, I, I think the thing that's really jumped out at me is the job that Lance has done in you know, you, you, the really good coaches at any level adjust what they do to their talent. And he does that and has done that really well. This team is built entirely different than last year's team in the, in the previous year. And he's done a really good job of playing to the strengths and even adjusting a little bit on the fly because you go from, you know, Matt Myers to Kyle Van Treese and that's, it, it, no matter what, that's a that's a tough transition in the middle of the season to change quarterback. Yeah, so I, I think that he's he's played to his team's strengths and isn't a guy who is, oh, you know what, I'm going to try to pound this round peg into this square hole because this is the way I like to do things. He he has just shown a really great knack 
of adjusting to what the team does well, really over the last couple of years. Let's talk a little bit more about Kyle Van Treese that you brought him up. Uh, as we heard earlier in the show, he is the MAC uh, East Offensive Player of the Week this week after his 15 of 23, 208-yard, one touchdown, two rushing touchdown performances against Eastern Michigan. Four starts right now for Van Treese. What have you noticed about the Bulls quarterback and how he has changed and gotten better since he's taken over from Matt Myers? Well, I think, you know, the constant development like any young quarterback. It, the thing that really I'm really impressed with is, you know, he got beat out for the starting job in the, in the preseason. And it's, it's tough to tell a kid when they get, you know, benched basically and they don't win the starting job to, hey, stick with it. You know, you never know. The next snap, you could be the starting quarterback. And it happened. It came to fruition for Kyle Vantry. And you can tell that he, he stayed in the playbook, and you can tell that he continued to do things the right way because he was able to step in, and the offense hasn't missed a beat. They've done things that they've done well all year. And, I mean, Grant, you know, this team is going to throw for – 350 yards a game you know this isn't the Tyree Jackson team because it's just that's not the way they're built and once that goes kind of back to what I was saying about Lance playing to his strength but Kyle has done a really good job and when the big play has been there he's made it Speaking with Josh Reed, Channel 4 Sports Director here on the UB Football Insider Show. Beyond that, uh, Josh, what as Kyle has gotten more comfortable, you have seen the benefits in the passing game. Antonio Nunn with 12 catches and three touchdowns in his last two games. Uh, there, there's been a void at the second wide receiver spot. We've seen Daniel Lee uh, have a career-high 67 yards receiving in the win over Eastern Michigan. Uh, are these all the sort of cause-and-effect things that happen when a quarterback gets more comfortable? Uh, he starts to get the ball to his receivers and they get more comfortable and the passing game gets more comfortable and boy we said all along that the Bulls could average about 175 yards passing a game with the way they run the ball that should be enough shouldn't it yeah oh yeah absolutely and I mean you talk about it you know your teams often say you know you got to run the ball to set up the pass and that's exactly what they do and they average 224 on the ground and they got a couple of the best running backs in, in the entire conference and you mentioned Antonio Nunn, man, is that kid good. He, he is, is fun. really fun to watch. And, and and here's the thing. I mean, he's got the five touchdowns, nearly 500 yards this year. Other teams know that he's the guy. Like, he is the guy. He's the guy that they're going to go to when they need a big play through the air, and he still gets it done. And he has, he has good numbers. And if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he missed one game. He missed so the opener. I think he, yeah, so, I mean, this kid, you look at the playmakers that this roster has with with him being a junior and a couple of sophomore running backs and obviously the young situation of quarterback. I mean, they've, they, they're, they, they've continued to grow because they've continued to learn like a young team does. This isn't, you know, the, the veteran squads that we've seen the last two years. They're a younger group. So you, you expect to see that growth, and, you know, that shows obviously what Lance and his staff has been able to do is continue to teach the kids and make sure that they're continuing to, to develop, and that's 
One of the reasons they're on a three-game win streak right now at the end of the year because they've gotten better continuously. But I mean, man, they've got some they've got some playmakers that are have proven to be good already and are only going to get better over the next year. All right, uh, as we wrap up with you here, Josh, uh, it's an off weekend for the Bulls. They don't play again until a week from Thursday. Opportunity for football fans in Western New York to kick back and watch some games. You are a, uh, a, a fervent observer of college football. Channel 4's got the big one versus two LSU-Alabama game, 3.30 on Saturday. What are you thinking about that one? Yeah, I mean, it's the average go against Nick Saban. I mean, I just feel like... Not if you want to be smart, you don't. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, every time you think, oh, this is the time that they give now granted. Look, you know, Dabo's found a way to do it at Clemson, but he he is the only one that has found the secret to the sauce, really. I mean, other than Dabo at Clemson, teams just don't regularly beat Alabama. So, and if I'm a betting man, I probably still ride with Nick Saban and his guys. But it's gonna that's gonna be a fun game and one of the more exciting ones we've seen in a while because you know it, you'd like to see the rise of the dynasty and then you like to see the the, the fall of the dynasty, right? That, that's sure. the whole thing. And then you like to see maybe the dynasty rebuild again. You know, it's but it's that's gonna be a fun game. All right, well, there you go. That's something for everybody to do on Saturday, 3.30 on Channel 4, Alabama and LSU. Josh, enjoy your football weekend, and uh, we will see you down the road. Appreciate your coverage and support of UB football. He is Josh Reed, Channel 4 Sports Director, the latest guest here on the UB Football Insider Show. We're back with more right after this from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Bulls fans, this is Andy Santier for Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepackspower.com. You'll see why Castle Packs Power at castlepackspower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, Comdoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit Comdoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text, and for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. UB football is fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Open Monday through Saturday from 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Chick-fil-A also offers catering options, including packaged meals. 
visit 1753 Walden Avenue in Cheektowaga. That's 1753 Walden Avenue. Chick-fil-A, home of the original chicken sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Everybody buckle up. Bum, 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 bum. Buckle up. Let's go. Buckle up. Can we go to the store. Buckle up. Everybody buckle up. A light goes on in the car, but you're in control. So only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leifold. We continue to entertain you during the bye week for the Bulls. You don't play again until Thursday the 14th at Kent State at 7 o'clock. Bob Gaughan is the host of the UB Football postgame show here on ESPN 1520, which means, Bob, you get the cool job lately of wrapping up and trying to get as much stuff in as you can to talk about the way the Bulls have played in the last three weeks. What has jumped out at you most? What are your general observations about where this team is at right now? Well, I think they're playing the, the best of any team in the MAC uh, the, the last three weeks. And I think it comes down to, uh, to this, uh, quite simply. In any level of fo- football, uh, Paul, if I, if I told you you're playing Little League football, high school, college, or, or the pros, and I told you that you have the best defense and you have the best running game, you would say, I like my chances to win that game. And I think the Bulls, uh, when it comes to the, to the MAC, uh, have the best defense and they have the best running game. So their chances of winning uh, most games are, are pretty good. Now what's happened, I think, as of late, and you saw it uh, again against Eastern Michigan, which was just a blowout, was you add you know, a, a little bit of a passing game. And Cal Van Treese, I thought, had his best game uh, as, as a bull, and he was phenomenal. You throw 200 yards passing on top of the great running game and the great defense, and this team is the best team in the map, without a doubt. So I think that's what you've seen of late. All right, let's follow up on those two points. Defensively, the Bulls up to sixth in the country in run defense at 85 yards per game. They're sixth, uh, they're eighth in red zone defense, and they're 15th in total defense. What is it about this defense that has made them so good that has allowed them to take the next steps? Well, I think the the defensive line. I think the the, the front four has been phenomenal, and again. Any level of football, you look at pass rush, and you want to get pass rush with your front four. You want four guys to be able to get pass rush, and if you could do that, well, then you got seven guys to defend, and you can disguise things on the back end. And what do you have with the Bulls? you got Riggins, Koontz, and Mack, and those three guys rushing the passer on third and seven are deadly. And I think that that's a huge key 
you know, in terms of, of pass rushing. But, uh, again, uh, in terms of stopping the run, they're doing a, a great job of being able to, to stop the run as well. So I think it all starts with those those big guys up front, and they're doing their job, and it's making, you know, uh, people like Joey Banks able to fly around there and just be, a, you know, a madman and, uh, you know, able to lay the, the, the tough hits on, on everybody. But I think it does all start with that, that front four. He is Bob Gaughan. He is the host of the postgame show of the UB Football Radio Network right here on ESPN 1520. Now to the running game where, Bob, that running offense now is up to 18th in the country. Country, number three in the MAC. Uh, you've got Jarrett Patterson, five yards shy of a thousand. He's third in the conference. Uh, we talked with John Fuller earlier that both he and Kevin Marks are now in the career top ten all-time UB rushing for a pair of sophomores whose split time is pretty amazing. Dive in a little deeper in in the way those guys get used and what they bring to the table as very different style of running backs. Right, and and I think uh, the other thing that we we when we talk about the running game, I don't think we give enough credit to the this veteran offensive line that has just been phenomenal. And I think we should talk a little bit more. And just as, as I start answering this question, I want to give credit to those guys. Those guys are phenomenal up front. We knew it was going to be a strength coming into the season, and I think we've seen it. And now as a result, you got that great offensive line in front of you, and you've got you know Patterson, uh, you know behind you. Uh, that I think is a little more shiftier, a um, little more speed, a little more outside guy, and Kevin Marks that is more you're between the tackles, just you know pounding up and and quick up the up the middle. And I think the combination of both of those guys and Patterson is just uh, both guys have just been phenomenal, you know, since since they've come. And uh, Patterson already averaging what over 100 yards um, uh, a game, and Marks uh, coming in averaging over 80 yards a game. I mean, you think about that combined. You've got two running backs, and they're averaging between uh, you know 185, 200 yards a game on the ground per game. That's just unbelievable how well these uh, two guys are doing and that the fact that you would have them you know at the same time uh, in the same backfield from the same class is just something that I think we're going to look back years to come and say isn't it amazing that we were able to have Patterson and Marks for four years in a row running the football? What a what a glorious thing it is for uh, for the Bulls. Yeah, you're right. The fact that they're eighth and ninth on the all-time career rushing list uh, bodes well for them to wind up maybe even one and two. Bob, enjoy your weekend off. We will uh, hear from you next a week from Thursday, but uh, enjoy watching some college football this weekend. Thanks a lot, Paul. Take care. Bob Gaughan, host of the postgame show here on ESPN 1520. Uh, we continue to roll on here. One more segment to go. Brian Wolf from the Athletic Communications Office joins us. Talk a little men's basketball and a little bit of football as we wrap up the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right, if you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treat. Make your home your personal paradise with Tropical. Ah, hot. Tropical. Ooh, so cool. Tropical heating and cooling. 
Call 870-0753. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. Lance is out recruiting on the UB bye week, so we've had a flurry of special guests. We've got some cool insight from everybody here, and we wrap it up where we at times have normally wrapped it up. Now, John Fuller, Brian Wolf, may take credit for being the anchor guy to this show, but we know the wisdom of Wolf is really the right place to finish this show. Oh, absolutely. Right. Brian Wolf is the director of athletic communications at UB. Uh, we talked to Brian about a lot of basketball, but and we'll do that on Thursday's UB Basketball Insider Show, but you are as tuned into the football team as everybody else is as well. Um, we want to talk to you about that, but once again, and before I do that, while we're speaking of basketball, I want to mention women's basketball season opener tomorrow night at uh, Alumni Arena against Central Connecticut State. And then the men's basketball plays their official season and home opener on Friday against Dartmouth. But, Wolfie, let's talk a little football. Um, observations that you have made as this bull season has sort of turned itself around. And uh, as Scott Wilson said to me, and as he said to us earlier in the show, he feels like the Bulls are playing better than anybody else in the MAC right now. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be really impressed with the last two weeks uh, in particular. Of course, a three-game winning streak, the win at Akron, which, you know, the place that, that UB's had trouble winning at. But it started with that Central Michigan win, a Central Michigan team that, that was really good, had some really eye-popping numbers, and the Bulls just took it to the Chippewas. And then on Saturday, going to Eastern Michigan, again, another place that, that UB has had trouble winning at in the past to go in on the gray turf, in the gray uniforms, and just put <laughs> on the show that they put on. was It was really impressive. I mean, I wasn't able to make the trip, but just to watch it at home, uh, I, was, I was very impressed with all facets of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah, and this thought occurred to me on the bus ride home in the last, those two games that you talked about, the Bulls have completely shut down the max leading rusher, Jonathan Ward of Central Michigan, the max leading receiver, Khalil Pimpleton of Central Michigan, and the max leading passer, who was Mike Glass of Eastern Michigan this, this week. So it goes to where the defense is at right now in that it doesn't matter who you're throwing at them, they haven't had any trouble shutting it down. Yeah, and, and I think if you look on the other side of the ball too, I believe least Central Michigan had had the leading uh, the leader in sacks going in that into correct. the game as well, and they really shut that down. That's a, a testament to the offensive line. But you know it, this team's accepted a lot of challenges. Things maybe have not gone their way, whether it's injuries or 
or, or whatnot, but it doesn't matter who's out there. Whoever's out there is, is giving their, their full effort, and, and that's a, a huge testament to Coach Leipold and the entire coaching staff. Talking with Brian Wolf, Director of Athletic Communications at UB here on our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show. You, Brent, you brought this up and you mentioned this. Because you weren't there, you were a little more tuned into some of the chatter from Bulls fans about maybe what would have been their first experience watching a game on the gray turf at Eastern Michigan. I think some people maybe thought that their the color television was, was, was wrong, but uh, <laughs> I thought my color eyes might have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was kind of interesting. The uh, ESPN had the the first down line and they had the field goal line and the Bulls were kind of they were blending in with those lines. It was it was it was kind of interesting to watch, but I thought it was kind of a cool look. I, I mean, I, I love the gray uniforms with the black pants. It was it was fun to watch and I mean, at the end of the day they put on a show. It doesn't matter what the uniform combination is, but this this their overall performance was just super impressive and yeah. I think it impressed everybody that watched on ESPNU. It, it's just as I said to a couple people you ever 99.9% of all football games we've all watched in our lives have come on a green field so to see anything other than the green field just messes with your head a little bit and I'm sure there, that had a lot to do with the fans because as we said it's only the second time the Bulls have ever played there and the last time was five years ago. Yeah and I also think that you know it's not every day that Eastern Michigan is is on national television so at 12 o'clock people are just flipping through the channels, and they go on to ESPNU, and they see this gray field. And uh, and for some people, it's probably the first time they even realize that Eastern Michigan has a gray turf. So, you know, you, we're hearing things from people that we've already known for a couple of years. Uh, but it, it definitely is different. But it's it's kind of it, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to. Make yourself a, a little, you know, stand out a little bit, and Eastern Michigan certainly has done that. You know, uh, Wolfie, you've been around college athletics for a long time, and what you've seen throughout your career is how coaches have adapted and adjusted and how they've gotten their players to adapt and adjust. And there could have been a point in time following the loss to Ohio, which was a real gut puncher that put the Bulls at 0-2 in the MAC and 2-4 and overall, where the team could have gone the other way. I, I love your thoughts on, on how you feel like Lance Leipold and the coach staff have taken have gotten the guys refocused in the right direction to be where they're at now which is three wins in a row and really a chance to potentially win out over the last three yeah I, I think and a lot I think a lot of credit has to go to the players uh, you know after you know a game like Ohio it, it could get it could be tough to refocus but I think they understood there's a lot of season ahead there's a chance at but eligibility still there there's a chance at a Mackey's division title still there and and these guys refocused and Again, the coaches, Lance Leipold has done a fantastic job. I mean, to put UB where it's been over these last three years, I don't know that a lot of people expected that. But he, I mean, he's really put this program on the map. And, again, this could be a, a special season. And, you know, I think one of the guys that everyone's been really impressed with has been Kyle Van Trees. Yeah, no question. He has settled into the job. Uh, he has grabbed the responsibility of it being his job. And every week you're starting to see him get better, which is what you ultimately want to see. As we wrap up with you, Wolfie, give everybody a little uh, reason why they might want to be out at Alumni Arena Friday for the men's basketball home opener. I mean, it's the first time they're going for real. We're, we're dropping a banner to, to commemorate last season. But I think anybody that saw the game against Damon realized that this could be a special season for Coach Weitzel and this UB men's basketball team. So it, it's going to be exciting. Much like football, trying to capitalize on some of, on the greatest season in school history, following that up with another good season. That's the challenge for Coach Weitzel and the men's basketball team. Yeah, it is a challenge. It's also a challenge for uh, head coach Felicia Leggett-Jack and the women's basketball That's team. Right. I mean, for it seems like everyone's kind of doing the same thing when you have all this success last year. And last year was, you know, arguably the best season in school history across the board. When you lose 
a lot of talent in these different sports. It really shows how great the coaches are that we have here. All right, and it's women's basketball tomorrow night, men's basketball Friday, next football game a week from Thursday at Kent State. Wolfie, appreciate the time as always. The wisdom of Wolf is Thanks. always one of our favorite moments on the show. And Brian will be back with us for Thursday night's edition of the UB Basketball Insider Radio Show. But that'll wrap it up for a bi-week football show from here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Coach Leipold and the players are back with us next week when we get you ready for the Bulls at Kent State on Thursday, November November 14th. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.